The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Commercial Range. Pajero Executive, Pajero Commercial, Outlander Business and new L200. All with a leading five-year commercial warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie Okay, it's my favourite time of the week when I'm filling in for George Fair. Phil Malloy has popped in to talk there. I I mean it, yeah. I love love talking films and and, and TV with you. Um, Listen, you're starting off with uh, Game of Thrones. I have to admit, I haven't got around to actually watching it yet. No. Just tell me quickly, what what did you watch on television recently now? What, what did you like? Uh, I liked the, actually we were just talking about it there, the, you know, the German series Deutschland mm. uh, 83. I, I never I got into that, that now. Uh, I liked the, 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 the latest series of The Bridge. I was very, was it? Uh, yeah, very, very taken by. Um, yeah, I, really I, I went off television completely for about six weeks and just watched old movies. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff I hadn't seen, but I saw I saw the sixth episode. I haven't watched the whole six episodes over the weekend of Happy Valley. Did you see that? No, no, I've heard in my family were all raving about it, saying it's definitely worth watching. Because I, I have to admit, when I saw you one from Carnation Street, and I was like, I'm not watching that. Jesus, she, and everyone's saying, no, like she's brilliant. Oh, she's a superb actress. Yeah. She's wonderful. I know, no, no. I, I accept I'll, that was I'll, a, okay, a lazy generalisation. I'll bring you in a copy. Really? Yeah, I'd, I love the idea of getting people turned on to that kind of television. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, and I've I've just got uh, The Night Manager, which I haven't seen, hadn't read, seen yet. That's the one with Tom Hiddleston based on the John Le Carre stories. Yeah. So uh, they're all very good. But anyway, let's go on. Game of Thrones. I, I suppose, again, on a, another lazy generalisation coming up from me here, when I saw Dragons, I just kind of went, oh. and and uh, actually, uh, Chris Donahue and Breakfast saying to me, "No, you don't get it. It's about politics. That's what it's well, about." Well, actually, it is. It is. He's right. Yeah, he's right. It's a, it's a, a big part of it is about politics, and it's most certainly not about dragons. I'd say there are dragons in it. Yeah, but it's they're incidental. Yeah, and it's fantasy stuff uh, that's all worked in. I, I mean, it's very, very credible, very believable. And okay, what we're going into now is the the sixth season, and David Benioff, who's the showrunner, he says he keeps saying I've, I've read it again and again he keeps saying that's their best season so far one of the things don't about they, always, they always say that though, yeah they, they do so always say <laughs> one of the things about this though is interesting is that okay the books are written by this guy called George R. R. Martin and he is finishing um, another book so for the first time the TV stuff has actually gone ahead of the books uh, so that may lead to some kind of difference. I don't know. Anyway, we're, what we're talking about is they shot here for 250 days. Uh, they shot um, uh, half as much uh, footage as they did for the the last season, the fifth season. Uh, so they put an awful, even the dragons from what I've read uh, were are bigger and longer than, than they were as your dragons. Yeah. And um, so uh, there's it's, a, it's it's not cheap to make, sure it isn't. No, it's it is it is ten million. It's the most expensive series on television. It's a cable series. It's made by HBO. HBO is the front runner as far as all the the you know all the stuff about uh, developments in um, in 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 drama on television is concerned. Uh, so I Morgan O'Sullivan was on with us um, on the picture show recently and his he, his series Vikings is very very successful mm. and that's on 5.2 million they make those per episode for 5 point and uh, that's very expensive is, but yeah. they yeah but this thing this is really seriously expensive now I th- I just thought we'd ask the 
I, I think the Stark family, everybody who knows it will know the Stark family. It started off with uh, Ned Stark, who played by Sean Bean, um, who was the head of the family. He, uh, People will know all this, so I'm not giving that away. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he was beheaded. The wife then was I killed. I knew that and I hadn't even seen yeah, it. So, yeah, 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 go the on. Wife, the wife, wife was killed. Uh, uh, the eldest son was killed. Uh, and the... Uh, a half son uh, was killed and uh, the various women in the family have been woefully mistreated so I'd love I'd love to be in a situation where we'll we'll have a Stark hero a Stark a heroic figure comes back to and it comes into it to represent the Stark family and I can think it is uh, it, it's likely to be I don't know this now but I think it could be this character called Bran Stark he disappeared for the whole fifth season and he comes back uh, now with all sorts of magical powers and everything. So he's going to be interesting to follow. And uh, his mentor in it is a guy called One-Eyed Raven and he's played by the great, great, great Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow is coming into it now. So that in itself will be. So okay. uh, I thought we'd maybe throw it out to listeners and ask them um, what would they like to see? Who would they like to see? Maybe get their comeuppance. Who would they okay. like to Five, see? Five, three, one, oh, six. Yeah. yeah. Who would they like to see develop? Because inevitably in Game of Thrones somebody will get their comeuppance. Oh, oh, uh, and, and that's one of the great that's one of the great things about it nothing is sacred yeah you know? is it as um, risque in terms of nudity well, and George stuff keeps, as George keeps saying that and maybe I've watched too many movies and too much TV in my time but uh, I don't think I don't think it over does it okay um, uh, some text coming in already uh, evening gents I'd like to know what Philip thought of Spin the French political drama on More 4 interesting because I I, I, it was out the same time as Dyson 83 and War of Peace and I just kind of it kind of passed me by and yeah, it's something I watched, mean to come back to but yeah I watched one episode of it and I'll, I'll come back to it now um, but I watched one and that episode um, w- w- there was an awful lot of political sort of haggling yeah. uh, I think that was about the formation of a government as far as I recall well, and, yeah absolutely so, and it seemed very totally fam- unrealistic it seemed very very familiar <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm sure uh, so uh, Okay, um, Joe and Dublinate has texted to say uh, Happy Valley Series 2 was excellent but not yeah. a patch on the third series of Line of Duty which is on tomorrow I know oh, you're a big yes, fan of that yes, yes. Uh, it has to be the best British series on TV the first two are on Netflix well worth a look if you haven't seen it I haven't yeah, seen it okay. no, yeah. I, I've heard you raving about yeah, it before yeah, no, right? it's great it's, it's first actually it's a, it's a really good time I think for British television you know, people keep talking about you know Scandine war and, and German stuff and all that and, I'm, and a lot of it is very good but I think the British stuff that's coming yeah, along okay. is very is excellent well, as well I mean it's a long long tradition of yeah. the drama there um, Bloodline please discuss says for, another listener for, is I, that the one that's the one set in um, Florida Keys that's, that's it yeah. yeah I gave up after two episodes well I saw the first episode uh, I saw the first episode on uh, when I just a couple of weeks ago I saw it and it looked this, it looked okay but uh, I'll go back to a couple of more just to see I, I like a lot of the actors in it Ben Mel- Mendelsohn lovely Scottish actor he plays the bad brother in it yeah. who comes back you know in the first my one my problem with it is, and it's actually a problem I have in a lot my problem game uh, House of Cards as well no sympathetic characters at all that well, you actually could I, am I just old fashioned no, I, I, well, I yeah, like to have yeah. someone I can sort of relate to that yeah. isn't a complete well, you know, I, what, I mean you know? yeah the, the whole point and basis of drama is that it, it, it draws you in and obviously if, you, if there isn't a central character that you can you know connect with well, it won't draw you in. Yeah, 
you know, so that's important. That's essential. Yeah, okay. Anthony in Wicklow says, have you been watching The Walking Dead? And if so, what do you mean? Oh, that, there's, there's um, OK, I, I'm going to go back to it now. Um, they, they've just got a, a character in it uh, called Negan. I don't know, you know if you watch The Good Wife or not, but... Yeah, my wife the, is the, a huge yeah, fan. Well, yeah. anyway, there's a, the, 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 and there was a new private detective in it uh, recently, and he has now gone off to uh, California uh, from where they work in Chicago. And uh, what it, I presume the reason is that he's turned up as this character called Negan in The Walking Dead. Um, Negan is an absolutely fer- fer- uh, ferocious tyrant, apparently, a According to the books, um, but uh, the last episode was the finale. Fa- finale of the what was it fifth season, and uh, it was very very good. I don't think it's lost any of its power. I don't think it's lost any any of its, you know, its pace of its entertainment value, and uh, I really like it. You can get it on Fox by the way if you want to see it. Okay, uh, tone down the spoilers, please. A few people saying that. I don't think there was too much of a spoiler, was there? What I did mean, we say? What did we say? Uh, in relation to Game of Thrones, oh. I think I presume it was something different. Well, I, I I don't know how I can give away spoilers because I, I I just don't know. They don't they don't give you any much information at all about Game of Thrones. Okay, Banshee is the best to someone like. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Hook and I have had um, yeah, I, uh, I, had debates about this. Yeah, now I, you talk you talk there um, about um, nudity uh, yeah. and all. Gratuitous, gratuitous sex and it's very very violent as well. Yeah. I, I wouldn't wouldn't interest me now. Aiden and Caroline says best series bar none. I think is vinyl. Absolutely brilliant music. Yeah, fantastic. yeah. What's vinyl? Well, v- vinyl is set in the seventies, and it's about this um, this this guy who's who's kind of fallen from grace. He was an old record producer. And he's fallen from grace, and he's trying to get back in again with a lot of the new uh, music that's coming in. Uh, now that that's. That's just from reading about it. I haven't seen it at all. Uh, but it's again, it's made by Martin Scorsese. And I think Mick Jagger is one of the producers on it. And Mick Jagger's son is actually in it. Uh, but it looked, on paper anyway, it looked great. So I'm, I'm going to have a look at it as well. Okay, another listener says uh, the Red Wedding was the best episode oh, of the TV series yes, ever in Game, yes, Game of Thrones, I yes. presume that is. Yeah. Um, okay, t- talk to us about the, the Huntsman uh, w- uh, Winter's well, War. The Huntsman, sorry. Well, I, I mean, I, I, this is... I mean, we, we last week we were on about um, about movies and you know about uh, critics criticizing movies and then you know whether they deserve to be criticized. Well, this I think actually deserves to be seriously criticized. And what, one of the things about it, well, by the way, was that um, it opened um, uh, at lunchtime on Monday. Um, and uh, it opened actually about three hours. Uh, sorry, it was shown to the press about three hours after it actually opened, and that's always very, very suspicious. Where they're trying to 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 get to the public before the critics got to yeah, it or, or whatever, okay, yeah. you know. Uh, anyway, it's uh, we we've had this story called um, uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, that was two thousand and twelve, I think it was, and that was basically the Snow White story with sort of you know some edgier s- stuff in it. Um, Charlize Theron in it, she it was in it. She played the Wicked Queen um, in it, and then uh, what what has happened now is this is uh, this is both believe it or not this is both a prequel and a sequel. If you if you can get your if you can get if you can get must be a first if you can get your head around that okay we've had Snow White and what this movie does then is is it goes back to the pre Snow White era right then halfway through this we get seven years have passed and we're on to we're on to the end of Snow White (laughs) and pushing pushing ahead again it's 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 nonsense I have to say sounds like absolute nonsense yeah yeah. Um, come here talk to me about um, Frankie Lane yeah what about him who is he 
Well, okay, they used to call them old leather lungs. And uh, one of the things about him is that um, in the... Okay, he was a huge, um, hugely successful pop star throughout the late 40s and 50s and into the 60s. But one of the things that he kind of specialised in was he did these theme songs for for movies. And uh, and probably most famous of all, he did the theme from Rawhide. Remember Rawhide? Yeah. With the whip and so yeah. on I, he did that for a full every week for a full uh, six years but anyway some of the others Gunfight the OK Corral some of the others yeah Gunfight uh, Tree Tent Yuma Man Without a Star Strange Lady in Town Bullwhip and as I say and uh, so so um, uh, Mel um, Brooks was looking for someone to do uh, a kind of send up um, of a, of one of those kind of songs and uh, he approached um, Frankie Lane and he didn't tell him <laughs> he didn't tell him although I don't know how you could look at the lyrics of uh, of Blazing Saddles and not realise that, that that was a comedy uh, he didn't tell him that it was going to be a comedy so, uh, so he wanted him to put his heart I, into I'm it I'm trying to remember because I love Blazing Saddles yeah, I can't think well, of what, what the soundtrack I did, well will you hear this song yeah can we yeah. Do we can we play it? Do yeah. we, we have it. Yeah, let's let's have a listen. He rode a blazing saddle. He wore a shining star. His job to offer battle to bad men near and far. He conquered fear and he conquered hate. He turned dark night into day. He made his blazing saddle a torch to light the way. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember it well now. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I made it a, bla- a blazing saddle and torch to light the way. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, the uh, the great um, debate about spoilers continues. Really annoys me, says Maureen, when people text news talk to it, say avoid spoilers. If something has been on TV, you should be free to talk about it. If you haven't mm. seen it yet, stop I, listening. I, the rest of us should be free to discuss it. Yeah, I agree with, with, with Maureen on that. But, um, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I suppose you have to hold back if there are some people out there who don't want to hear spoilers well they don't want to hear spoilers you have to think about them as well yeah a listener says what was the 80s movie soundtrack you and your wife were listening to Shane uh, it was Deutschland 83 you can get it on um, uh, Spotify oh, yeah. uh, and it's if you like 80s music I it's a brilliant yeah. it's a great soundtrack yeah. ah interesting couple of texts including Paul and Cork saying Godfather Part 2 does it qualify as a prequel and a sequel and of course it oh, does oh actually that's very good that's really yeah, that's a good point does, that, that, yeah. who, who's that what's that man's name uh, Paul and Cork Paul, and, Paul and another, really a couple of listeners yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but that of course it, it absolutely yeah. is yeah, yeah, it, goes, yeah. it goes back in time and goes, it, yeah it goes back to the Robert De Niro period yeah where, he, where it's it's Vito Corleone yeah. and how he comes to uh, to New York mm. um, Benny wants to know is there any Star Wars news oh god do we really need well, Star Wars uh, news well there, no there, there, there will be Star Wars news at Infinitum. Yeah. There will be another one. There'll be one of the spin-off, the first of the spin-offs. Uh, we'll get them. We'll get it in December, and then, then the next year we we'll get uh, again late in the year. We we'll get another. We we'll get the second of the new trilogy. The second. So there's going to be two trilogies. There'll be a trilogy of spin-offs, and there'll be a trend. And by the way, um, I don't know what's happened uh, on this. No, actually, it's Indiana Jones. I'm. I'm I was confusing the two here. Uh, it, um, do you know Jack Rayner? Yeah, Jack Rayner is one of they've they've, they've um, 
they've reduced the number of prospective candidates for the Indiana Jones, the young Indiana Jones character. And there, there's going to be a young Indiana Jones. And Jack Rayner is one of the three up for it. OK. So that's going to be interesting. He's, his star is yeah. seriously on the yeah. rise, isn't it? Um, uh, come here, you wanted to talk about The Getaway. Um, yeah. Sam Peckham. Yeah, yes. um, was it? 19, you know early 1970s. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I, and it's, a, it's a real 1970s film, isn't it? And yeah. Ali McGraw. Yeah, Ali McGraw. Yeah, um, there's, a, there was a, uh, lots of stuff in the papers, by the way, at that time about Ali McGraw. Ali McGraw went to Texas with McQueen. She was married to Robert Evans, who was the head of Paramount Pictures. And of course, she had a an affair with McQueen and uh, the, the marriage collapsed. Uh, anyway, this this is, is one of the, those films that's called um, uh, the gang, gangster bandits subgenre. And it's it's about the, uh, they, they tend to be about bandit couples who are sort of who adhere, I suppose, to Western. That's cowboy values. And uh, the, they're associated with rural life and they carry out raids against urban society, mostly banks. So in 1972, McQueen, I don't think, had done one of these before. And um, he was approached by Peckinpah. Uh, he had worked with Sam Peckinpah on a, a, f- a film called Junior Bonner. I don't know if you... Uh, that's one of my favourite Sam Peckinpahs. And, uh, and anyway, in this in this movie, The Getaway, uh, he, McQueen plays uh, Doc McCoy. At the beginning, he's in... Um, uh, in jail and he had actually sh- uh, shot the jail sequences at a famous prison in Texas called Huntsville and they shot him there over three days and uh, they actually shot him without getting any assurances at all from the authorities um, um, so they were in a they were sort of sticking their necks out uh, in terms of, terms of using the prison but anyway this is a story about this character, uh, Doc McCoy, who uh, negotiates with the Texas Mafia uh, to get out uh, of prison. And in return, uh, he does a heist job on a bank for them. And uh, various things go wrong. And him and his wife, that's played by McQueen, and um, uh, Ali McGraw, they go on the run. So they're being chased. That's a, It's a chase movie, but there's some wonderful stuff in it. I don't know if you remember uh, the, the sequence in a small Texas hotel, the shootout in a small talk. That's really well, mm. very well done and, and McQueen the, is great in this he, oh, but he's great the, in he's, yeah, yeah but he's the king of cool in this he is. I mean he is he does it all in this you know uh, so it's really well paced it's uh, uh, some great uh, dialogue in it as I say he's right there at the centre of it and he was then he was at the height of his powers as a movie star and uh, there are all kinds of other great people like Slim Pickens and Ben Johnson and all of those kind of characters in it and uh, as I say it was uh, directed by Peg and Paul one of the interesting things about it is that it was written by a fellow called Walter Hill and 20 years later Walter Hill actually directed the remake but it's not the remake is not as good as this I think OK a couple of people texting in um, to say it was a, it's a young Han Solo movie that, uh, Han Solo yeah I think you, I you said Indiana Jones oh, I, did, I, knew you meant, I knew you meant to say yeah, Han, Solo. Han Solo listen we're, we're out of time before I know you want to talk about the man in you maybe talk to George about that next week yeah. uh, what's coming up in the picture show uh, what's the coming up in the picture show this week is we have um Okay, I don't know if you remember it or not. The the the, the last um, Mission Impossible was called Rogue Nation, and there was a woman in it called. Uh, she was a co-star in it called Re- Rebecca Ferguson, and she was absolutely superb. Her, it was kind of a breakthrough role for her. So we have her on, and we also have Gavin. Uh, Hood, Gavin Hood. He's the director of the Helen Mirren, Alan Rickman movie Eye in the Sky, which is out next mm. week, and I think it's Alan Rickman's last movie. Okay, uh, Rachel wants to know what film would you recommend for date night for this weekend? Two small kids haven't been to the cinema in ages. Anything oh, spring to mind? Something to st- uh, in the cinema, in the cinema, as uh, opposed yeah, to on television. So. What yeah. would you go for? God, I don't know.
Um, uh, no, there's nothing that occurs to me. We'll have a think. And yeah. if we come up with something good, we'll text you back, uh, Rachel. Okay. Uh, Philip, as always, uh, a pleasure. Thanks indeed for coming into us.